Welcome to the Unburden Your Business podcast, where we talk about everything business while giving you tactical tips, tricks, and tools to help you be intentional, create strategies, and take immediate action so that you too can have a life of time and financial freedom. I'm your host, Cassidy Arbelli, and I am so happy that you're here. Let's get to today's episode. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Unburden Your Business podcast. Today, I have a special guest. It's Ayana Campbell-Smith, and she is someone who helps millennial women and couples get unstuck so they can ditch debt, save more money, and win with money. She does one-on-one money coaching, and she has amazing value to bring. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Welcome. Thank you so much for having me. Super excited to be here. Yes. So one of my favorite topics is money in general and really being able to provide a safe space for women to talk about money and kind of challenging that status quo that, you know, we can out earn men. We are totally deserving of money. We sometimes make better decisions with money. I mean, all of these things. And one of the things that I was really excited to talk to you about today is the idea of money mindset. We all have mindsets for different things, but a lot of people don't realize that they have a certain perspective when it comes to their money and how that can either help them or it can also hinder them. So I'd love to hear your perspective and the things that you've worked with your clients and some of the things you learned about yourself too, but talk to us a little bit about your story. How did you get into working with millennials and then women when it comes to their money? Yeah. Awesome. Um, I'll try to give the sort of abridged version of this, but basically the way that my business started has been very organic and kind of just grown from sort of following my passions. Um, I am a graphic designer, web designer by trade. That's actually what I studied at college. And I was looking in about mid 2019 for some sort of creative project to devote my time to outside of my day job, just because I want to be creative. I have this itch to be creative, but I don't want to always be working on work stuff 24 seven. And so I was literally sitting on my couch one day watching Downton Abbey and personal finance is another passion of mine. Um, and so I had started this list of topics on my phone and a message, you know, little document. And I was like, these are all the topics that I would have wanted to learn about as a millennial when I was, you know, planning a wedding and getting engaged and going through college and buying my first car on my own. So all these different things. And this list of topics quickly grew to over 30. And so I was like, I cannot sit on this. This has to be shared with someone, even if it's just like two people, like I need to get this information out because I just have this thing in me that needs to share it. So Um, I decided to start an email newsletter because it was going to be sort of like a low commitment, not anything too difficult that was going to stress me out and that would hopefully be sustainable. So I decided the next day to start my email newsletter and I blasted it out on social media. I also started my Instagram around the same time. And from there, and I believe like September of 2019, around that time was when Millennial Money Guide was officially born. Again, it wasn't a business when I first started, but through the years of just growing and getting to know people more and wanting to have more of a one-on-one connection and help people even more personally, um, I've now transitioned into offering um, coaching programs and speaking, and I have a blog. So it really, like I said, it's grown organically and it's something that I'm super passionate about and just really honored to help people that I get to work with. I love that story in the sense of 
you're like, I need to either help myself or I'm really interested in this topic or, you know, you kind of had this passion and it just was like super interesting to you and you were going through your own experience and just saying like, if I'm going through this, there's got to be somebody else on this planet who could find value in this or it could help them. And even if it's just one or two people, because that's a hundred percent true. Like even sometimes for me, it's like, it's not always about the masses that I can help. It's that one person who comes back and says, this was life changing. Mm-hmm. And I know that it had changed my life. Like that was worth everything. So that's how ideas start. That's how things happen. If there's a need that you have that you are now working to fulfill, that means that there's probably more people out there that are needing that, that gap or whatever that it is that they need to build too. So Mm -hmm. I love that. And I know for a fact, there's so many women that need help in this area. Um, so I always say like, if your mindset isn't right in anything in your life or especially in your business, like you can't move forward. It's almost like this huge wall that you have and you're trying to climb over it when you should just learn how to break it down brick by brick. And Mm -hmm. so money mindset's a huge one when it comes to women, just because of history and societal pressures and different things like that. And, you know, we're, we're harder on ourselves, I think. So yeah, I'd love for you to give us some information about how does somebody get into a healthy mindset when it comes to money? What are some things you notice are a common theme with the people that you work with? Yeah. So I think number one is what we have to do is sort of define money mindset. And so the way that I see it is your money mindset is really like the thoughts and opinions that you sort of have when it comes to how you think about money, whether it's earning money or saving money or keeping a budget or having a business or entrepreneurship, like there's so much that goes into it. And what I always say is it's kind of like this covert thing too, where it's not like we have our money mindset and it's like in our pocket, we can pull it out and be like, I have a good money mindset. I have a poor money mindset. Many times we don't even realize how deeply rooted the sort of limiting beliefs and struggles and past experiences that we've had with money, whether it's growing up in a, in our household as a child or things that we've learned sort of in our adult life. But these things all sort of come together and culminate to sort of form a money mindset. And then that in turn forms and informs the way that we, you know, think about all the things, whether it comes to spending money, saving, like I touched on before. So I think starting with understanding your money mindset is really important. And I think one of the best ways to do that, I actually shared a post about this on Instagram yesterday, but is um, just to simply ask yourself, like, what are the current beliefs that I have about money? How do I feel about earning money? How do I feel about people who have wealth? How do I feel about people who are maybe poor? Um, And how does that impact how I relate to my money? Um, Some examples that I can think of that are tangible are like, Maybe you're someone who grew up in a household where you were always told that money is the root of all evil. And because of that, you're afraid of building wealth. You're afraid of having your own business. You're afraid of being your own boss because you think that if you have more money, it's somehow going to change your character or make you an equal person. Um, Another example could be maybe you grew up in a household where you lacked um, things that you needed, basic necessities. There was, you know, always living paycheck to paycheck, things like that. And so now in your adult life, you have a job, you're working, you work hard for the money that you earn, but you're also spending every cent because you think that it's never going to come back and you have this scarcity mindset because of your upbringing. So yeah, it's really, really interesting. You know, I always like to say that it's almost like this little puzzle that we're solving when I work with my clients and we talk about money mindset because how all the pieces come together to sort of shape the person you become 
is just so interesting to me. And I think it's one of the things that I really enjoy about coaching is kind of helping my clients uncover that number one, and then overcome the challenges that they are sort of facing when it comes to their money because of their money mindset. Yeah. And I always say, you know, whether you do coaching, consulting, anything in just life in general, like sometimes people think because a therapist is a therapist that they don't need therapy or, you know, or things like that. And I'm like, no, I may be a business strategist, but I have my own business strategist and I have my own people in my corner because when you're in the thick of it, when you're in the, in the box, you can't think outside of it. There are things that I notice that my clients do. And when I bring that to their awareness, they're just like, Like I never even thought about it that way because it's almost subconscious, but when you're outside of it, you can look in and help somebody really see and become aware of some of the things that they're doing. And like you said, when it comes to mindset, like the first step is really becoming aware first of what it is that you see and think and believe and feel and that entire perspective, because if it's not serving you, then we need to work on it Mm -hmm. and then get to a place where you are feeling better about it. And I do agree you know, there's that deep rooted fear and that deep rooted ideas and beliefs and core values that people have. And they don't even realize that they have it, let alone where it came from. Yeah. Um, so I always say like, you know, what's like the first memory you have when it comes to money, like even just go back because at the end of the day, a lot of it's going to have to do with either experiences that we had that had certain outcomes that have our beliefs kind of get created in our own mind or it's going to be how our parents influenced us or the things that we saw around us and they don't have to be that way anymore it doesn't Mm -hmm. have to be your reality um we were talking a little bit about like business and entrepreneurship and you work with entrepreneurs and you were saying a little bit about how they sometimes need quite a bit of work in the money when it comes to how they make money, generate revenue, things like that. Can you tell me a little bit more about that? Yeah, that was interesting to me. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, like I said, um, or like, I think we touched on before, like one of my passions that I've really sort of come to realize in working with clients one-on-one is that I really enjoy lifting up and empowering female entrepreneurs, especially ones that are sort of like really, really early stage. I consider myself to be early stage too, but I'm just like a couple of steps ahead of some of the people that I work with. But, you know, I think many times the biggest thing that I see is this sort of misalignment between seeing their worth as an entrepreneur, no matter what business they're in or what sort of service they're providing, and then having that align with what they're charging when it comes to their clients. I think it's very easy to fall into the trap of thinking like, you know, oh, I'm new, so I can't charge what I think I'm worth. Or if I charge too much, then I'm not gonna have any clients and then I'm gonna fail and I won't have a business anymore. And those are all sort of valid, I guess, thoughts in some regard. But I think that at the same time, we can't let those things hold us back from doing what we are passionate about and what we know can help people. Because at the end of the day, we're in the business of getting people results and the results that we're getting people are worth the price that we're going to charge. And so I think that a lot of the work really begins by understanding that you have something valuable. And because of that, it's not just the actual result that's valuable. It's the time that you've spent sort of understanding how to get to that result and demonstrating that and the time that you put into promoting your services and, you know, being a good coach or consultant or service provider. So there's so much more that goes into, you know, pricing and value when it comes to our services than just like 
the outcome of like the calls that we have or the product that we produce. It's our expertise. It's our knowledge. It's um, offering our support as a coach or whatever it might be. So um, really understanding that that is important and beginning to do the internal sort of mindset work of being okay with charging what you're worth and not being afraid of what the result's going to be. Because at the end of the day, the worst that can happen is that you have a call with someone, a sales call, and they say no, and then you move on to the next person. Like there are billions of people on this planet. Chances are you're going to find someone that's going to see the value in what you're offering and they're going to pay you what you're worth. Yes. So I totally am not that far removed from that feeling or that um, beginning experience. So I started a program called Agency by Design. Most people listening have heard me talk about this. Um, but just to kind of circle back and like give you an example. So when I first started this, I mean, I've been wanting to do this for like three years. And when I first started, we were talking about what's going to be inside the program. What's the containment going to look like? What do we charge? What is a comp- competition? Which I don't even think there's anything really like this out there, but like still like, what is the industry standard? What are we looking, doing tons of research and development and trying to decide how this works. And for me internally, and this is just super honest right now, is that, I mean, between all the businesses that I have and me and my husband and things like that, we generate millions of dollars in revenue every year. And for whatever reason, here I am trying to create this program. And I was just really uncomfortable thinking about what to charge, what it was worth, what did I think people would pay? what the long-term return on investment would be for the clients that are part of the program. What would I have paid for something with? What have I paid for things in, in my life and my experience before? Um, just really looking at all that stuff, like you were saying. Yeah. And I was having a really hard time myself with my mindset of like, okay, this is my baby. This is my, this is me on a platter. This is me branding myself personally. This is me bringing my expertise to the table personally and really kind of promising this transformation for my clients. And we talked a bit a minute ago about like even one person, two people having this impact. Well, what, what does that like monetarily look like? And it was really hard for me to think like someone's going to pay me for this or, Mm -hmm. you know, even though I sell and we have businesses where people pay us for stuff all the time, it was more of a physical product or more of a, a, a service that people were already asking for. So I had a hard time myself kind of going through this. And honestly, like I, I had to just work on my own beliefs and my own core values and my own like mindset. But one of the biggest things was having somebody in my corner, like slap me around a bit and be like, what are you talking about? You're being ridiculous, you know, because you, you just get in your head. It's, totally normal. Like I said, even after millions of dollars of revenue over the past, you know, annually, but like over the past 10 years, I still get stuck and I still have to work on these things, especially sometimes the more money you make, it almost Mm -hmm. becomes harder because now you're making money and you have to make an intention to be smart with your money where a lot of people lose that. Mm -hmm. If they don't have good habits from the beginning, they'll just start making money. And then it's like, how are you still living paycheck to paycheck when you're making yeah. this much money? Or why are you still in debt when you can pay it off or different things like that? Like, and not every situation is going to be the same, obviously, but um, I just wanted to kind of share that because I'm not that far removed from having to have dealt with that feeling, mm-hmm. even though 
the truth of the matter is I do have experience. I do have expertise. I've already impacted people's lives. Like I, whatever the case is, I had to rewire my mind and the beliefs that I was kind of saying to myself. So, um, Yes. Thank you for sharing that. Making me talk, honestly, (laughs) right? Like thanks. Now it's my therapy session, but, Uh (laughs) um, what are some of the other things that you work with your clients on some other topics, some other subjects when it comes to money? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I think, I think it's really important. Um, and one of the things that I really pride myself on when it comes to the coaching I do is that I'm very holistic in my approach to coaching. So mindset is always woven, woven through everything that we do, but then we obviously talk about the foundational sort of tenets of personal finance. So, um, typically we start by really understanding your current spending habits by performing a spending audit and really talking about spending. Because another thing I really see is that people have a lot of shame and guilt associated with the just actual act of spending money. A lot of people have this very sort of black and white view of like spending bad, not spending good. And I don't think it has to be like that. I think that we can find balance in the middle when our spending aligns with the things that are important to us, our priorities and our goals and our values. So um, we talk about spending, we talk about building a budget and not seeing it as something that's restrictive, but actually something that's empowering and that helps you spend your money um, well and in a way that you're proud of. We talk about saving strategies and habits for doing that, whether it's building an emergency fund or working towards some dream goal, such as buying your first home or going on a nice vacation or a car or whatever. Um, We talk about ditching debt. And then particularly when I'm talking about um, talking with entrepreneurs and working with them, we do have calls that are typically focused on actually understanding like the business side of numbers. So like projecting your income and understanding your business costs. And it's not anything where we go super detailed. We're not discussing like tax strategy and all those things, because honestly, I'm not an expert on any of that stuff, but even just like you said, like having someone to sort of slap you around or having someone to be that, you know, um, that sounding board for your ideas or the questions that you have really is helpful because I think that many times, especially for new entrepreneurs, we have all this stress of either thinking we have to get it right the first time we have to be perfect or, you know, just not quite understanding what it actually takes to run a business and seeing that it doesn't have to be this big, difficult, scary thing that it can be like, we can earn money with ease. That's my biggest thing with entrepreneurs. Like it doesn't have to be this big struggle, Um, but really helping my, my entrepreneurs that I work with understand their numbers and things like that is always really exciting. Um, So those are like the main topics that we focus on, but the program is really holistic in that, like I said, everything sort of builds upon each other. I really try not to make it anything that's overwhelming, but I really want my clients to get to the end of the program and not need me anymore. I want them to be like, okay, I'm good because you taught me everything I need. And I feel confident and I'm empowered and I can go on and be sufficient when it comes to my money. That really is my goal. And that's what I say on all of my discovery calls. Like I hope after we're done working together that you never contact me again, unless it's just to share a good win that you have. Um, because I really want you to just feel so confident that you can do things on your own, that you don't even need me anymore. That's amazing. And just really focusing on that client transformation is what's going to help you become successful in the end. Like that, that's kind of like something we call in our agency, the queen bee role. Um, and it comes from a book I read, but just like, that's the, the big role that if we can continue to create client transformations, everything else is going to work it, itself out because then you've got the results to prove that it's working and that these people are really having their lives changed and all of those things. And I mean, that's what matters at the end of the day. So if you can focus on that, that's going to be your marketing. That's going to be your branding, right? That's going to be all the things that are going to help continue to um, traject your business. Mm -hmm. And is there anything, something, sorry, go ahead. 
No, I was going to say, is there anything better than like having a client come to you and say that you changed their life? Like, it sounds really grandiose, but I know you've experienced it. I've experienced it on a number of occasions, like people saying that the work that you did with them or the service that you provided changed their life. Like that's not something to be taken lightly. And so I think it's just so cool that we can work in these sort of spaces where we have the ability to change lives and to get these clients results that they need. Yeah. And I've had people change my life too, from being injected into my life. So absolutely. There's nothing better. (laughs) It doesn't even matter like how much money or not money or anything. Like there's nothing that means so much more to me being motivated and dedicated and committed to keep pushing um, than it is to see money is money's okay. Money in the bank or dollar bills in the bank like that, you know, to me, that doesn't give as much worth as it does to be able to see that transformation. Mm -hmm. You touched on something and I sort of lost my train of thought a little bit, um, but we were talking about all the things that you help women do and you know, having that holistic approach, which I think is really important, which is very similar to what I do in the sense of that holistic approach in business and creating the business foundations. And right now I'm working with female insurance agency owners and the insurance industry, Mm -hmm. but everything that I teach has to do with business. It's not specific to insurance. It's all business foundations. And like you were mentioning in, and I always talk about this is like, if you're not good with your money and your personal life, you're not going to be good with your money in your business. Like you have the same mind when you're in or out, like it doesn't matter. Right. So if you're in massive debt in your personal life, you're living paycheck to paycheck in your personal life. If you have a scarcity mindset, if you aren't spending time with your money and you're not willing to check in with your money, you're not doing the things that you need to do to like, make sure you're managing it in a way that's healthy for you. And whatever that relationship you have with money looks like in your personal life, if you start a business and you start making money, the chances of you being successful and managing that money and really helping yourself grow your profits and investing again in other things that are making sense that are healthy, it's not going to flow. And so for anyone listening, even if you're maybe not an entrepreneur, but you're like, I, I fear, you know, logging in online and checking my bank account, or I don't know the numbers for certain things. Um, I have a really good podcast talking about women and money and, I'll I'll link it in the show notes, but it really just talks about too how the only way women are going to get better at money is if we all just take responsibility and learn and find out and ask questions and be involved and not just let somebody else, you know, just trust somebody else to manage these things for us. Whether you're married, have a partner, parents, whatever, um, you know, we each have the responsibility within ourselves to be involved with what's happening with our money. And I think a lot of people just, a lot of women just are still too scared or still intimidated or still feel like, you know, it's not their place or whatever the case is. And um, I love what you do. I think it's incredible. Let me just ask you kind of one last question. Why do you feel like you brand or target or speak to a little bit more of the millennial group. Talk to me about that. Is it because you're, you feel like you're in the millennial group or it's kind of what you grew up in, or you feel like maybe that group needs a little more assistance right now? Like, what is that? (laughs) Yeah. Like, what does that um, feel like or look like for you? Yeah. I think um, for me, it's just, uh, I think it's a lot easier to help others when you can come from a really authentic place. And so the group that I belong to is millennial black woman. And so that's really sort of like 
what I really, the markets are like the sort of types of people that I want to target. I do think that millennials face a unique set of challenges in the modern day and age compared to former generations because of things like the prevalence of student loan debt and, you know, how much we can do online versus not having to work a nine to five, like we can have our own business and things like that. So I think that some of the financial advice that is out there now is not necessarily bad, but I think a lot of it can be outdated in a way. And so, you know, the work that I'm doing and then my colleagues that I, you know, have on Instagram, there's a ton of us. So, you know, it's really exciting to see that. But I do think that my niche is really just speaking to the people that I know and the people that I relate to because I am a millennial and I am a woman and I am a black person. And, you know, there I have all these different facets of me, but at the end of the day, I feel like I just speak best to my own experience. And I do know, you know, there, when I was first starting, I was kind of naive and thinking that there weren't any, you know, millennial people talking about money. And I was pleasantly surprised to find that there actually are, which is really exciting. I think that we need more of that. Um, and so every time I log on Instagram and I see a new account created, that's someone doing, you know, the same thing as far as educating about personal finance, I get so excited because, I think that at the end of the day, I really just care about people feeling confident with their money because I think that getting or like gaining confidence with your money is like one step towards becoming the best version of yourself. And I'm all about empowering women to be the best versions of themselves. And I think that money is one of those areas that's often overlooked, unfortunately. And it's so important. Money is omnipresent. There's nothing that you do in life that doesn't involve money. You have a cell phone in your pocket, you wear makeup, you wear clothes, you commute to work, whatever it is, like money is involved in some way in all these things. And so it's not something that we can afford to avoid or to rely on someone else. Like you said, to take care of it for us, we have to really, you know, put our, our big girl shoes on our big girl pants on or whatever the analogy is and, um, and take the reins and really control that because there is just something so empowering and so inspiring about a woman that's confident in her money. And I just love seeing the transformation that I've been able to help my clients get that sort of go from, lack of confidence, being scared, and then feeling empowered by the end of our program. So it's always really exciting to see that. Yeah. And there's definitely not one person listening as male or female that doesn't know a woman and a story of a woman that has been scorned by some type of financial situation and how devastating it can be. And, you know, personally in my family, different things that I've had to see and witness. And, and it's made it difficult for me and my sister to have healthy relationships with money. And we both worked on it for so many years. And, you know, like the fact that you can come along and really help more and more women not get to that point, I think is incredible. And I love seeing that. And like, it just makes me excited and emotional too, because I know how important it is. And, um, so I always get really confused on if I'm a millennial or not. <laughs> it's like, there's like this, it's almost like when people see a certain calendar for their, um, like if they're a Sagittarius or Capricorn, like there's lo- some calendars have this date, some calendars have this date. So like, I feel like yeah. people sometimes call themselves one. I'm, I'm, I've got to be on the cusp. So mm-hmm. I won't tell you how old I am. No. I'm 35. So I don't know if I'm on it or not, but there's a I lot of stigmas. Yeah, might be. Um, there's a lot of stigmas that come with our generation of like a little bit lazier, entitled, mm-hmm. all of these things. And I do think that with freedom, the internet, you know, the way that you can make money nowadays, the way that, I mean, I'm like terrified for my children's generation. I'm not going <laughs> to lie a little bit. Like, 
they see these people making millions off YouTube. And this morning, my daughter was like, mom, can you get us like a class or something so I can learn how to make YouTube videos? And I'm like, you know, if you can't beat him, join him, I guess. But at the same time, like, (laughs) what is that going to look like 20 years down the road? Right. So I'm sure it's going to also change moving in the future. But I think that the more freedom that we have had, where we can control our finance a little more, it's not as old school, like you were saying, I think we've almost lost control. Mm -hmm. Um, And so sometimes I think millennials like don't know what to do because there's just so many options where back in the day you worked at the same job for so many years, you had a pension, you had this, this is how retirement worked. And like, you know, women mostly stayed at home and the men mostly relied on the thing, you know, or, you know, brought home the bacon or whatnot. And so now it's just complicated because there's so many Mm -hmm. options and it's overwhelming. There's a lot of information out there. And so having a coach, or someone you can go to like you that can really just hone in that stuff and like mm-hmm. put your blinders on and just work on what's important to you, I think is really important. So I love what you do. I'm sure we're going to connect a lot more. I have so many things that um, I can hopefully do with you and collaborate with you. And, you know, for anyone listening who's interested in finding out more, all the links to get in touch with you are going to be in the show notes, of course, but will you tell people how they can connect with you too? Absolutely. So if you look on Instagram and you search at millennialmoney.guide, you will find me. That is the platform that I am most active on when it comes to social media. That's where I share education, inspiration, client testimonials. I, I brag on my clients because that's one thing I love doing too. Um, and just, you know, that's the community that I hopefully will hope to um, educate and inspire anyone that follows there. So if you do follow, please shoot me a DM, say hello. If you're interested in learning more about coaching, um, I can point you in the right direction. Um, but yeah, that is a little bit about me. Super excited to be on the show though. Thank you so much. I love this conversation. Hopefully this helped enlighten somebody or inspire somebody to reach out to you and we'll definitely be in touch and connect a little bit more. So thanks everybody for listening. Make sure you subscribe, leave a review, share this episode with at least one woman in your life, because we all need to help make sure that we're doing better with our money mindset and uh, go ahead and connect and we'll talk to you all next week. Okay, I'm gonna stop recording. (laughs) I'm so excited to announce our first annual female insurance agency owners retreat happening March 25th through the 27th in 2022. A weekend dedicated to relaxation, reflection, and connection. Get in the room with other like-minded women in the insurance industry while making the time to get in alignment, learn from the best, and truly have an epic experience that is going to be life-changing. Check the link in the show notes for more information. Space is limited.